I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. Yo, Mo B, man, drop that shit. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Can we mob You know what time to do. Yeah, I know what it's time to do. All right, y'all. It is Thursday, February 11th, okay? And um, one of my baby girls has a birthday coming up. And y'all have been such a huge part of our lives, you know, since we got started up here. And I know that we're in witness protection now, you know, so we don't um, get to share the children as much, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Lauren Lou does have a birthday coming up. It's March 4th for anybody that keeps up to, you know, keeps track of that type of stuff. Stacey Baby is August 15th. So she's very excited. Um, you know, my daughter's. Uh, what do they want? Money? When do they want it? Now. You know, you know how they get down. Now, you know Lauren is more reasonable than Stacy. You know, Stacy pull up on the scene asking for fifty thousand dollars. Lauren pull up on the scene, say I just want a hundred. Okay, she she's more realistic. Okay, is giggly? I see Gigglebug. That makes me think of Giggly Creations. Let me tell you something. Our home has so many different um, sections where we have the art the amazing art that giggly creations made us giggly creations is this amazing um company that um makes like wood like wooden i think of it as a statue but i call it a doll and so she uh literally has sent me a little me so i got it up on the shelf she sent me a mob millie um she made my whole family we have that like on the fireplace mantle um you know what i'm saying so it's little alex me and the girls and da 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 so uh can y'all see it later sure sure I, i'll go take some pictures of it and post it but some of the sweetest things this woman even made um one for my grandmother and it's from my favorite picture of my grandmother from when she was a little girl and she made it and she put it on a block so that my grandmother could actually sit it up and i actually was able to give that to my grandmother and she was so taken aback and she loved it so much it was just so special and um there's no price on the different things that y'all send to me and the things that y'all do. When you send me something from your heart, be it a letter, a nice little word of encouragement or whatever, I, I keep all of those things. Anything that anyone has ever sent me, um, I have kept it and I have it. And I appreciate you guys so much. And I don't get up and say, such and such sent me this. But it is absolutely cherished every time. And it is so sweet. And I love you guys so much. Uh, Lauren is my artistic baby. Um, she's always been naturally artistic. You know, my mother is artistic. Her dad's arti uh, artistic. And um, she's really into that. So what I'm going to get her personally, me and her dad, is um, a real easel. A real easel. So that she can go out, you know what I'm saying, on the terrace. And she can do her um, art, you know, with the fresh air. Yeah, bitch, I said the terrace. <laughs> so they said, is she North artistic? <laughs> Yeah, let me get on my Kim K. Absolutely, bitch. And don't question me about it either. Okay? So, yeah. We're going to let her go on the balcony. I mean, the terrace. And she's going to go out there. And she's going to have her... <laughs> she's going to have her easel. And that's what we're going to get her. She she really um loves art. She always has. And so, I was like, what do you want for your birthday? First of all, she wants a Jeep party. And um she don't understand. Girl, they ain't making no Jeep. I would We would have to get her uh like one of the real ones. Because she's too big now to get in the car. Because she was like, I want a Jeep. 
Girl, you're a big ass. This girl is finna be nine years old. They don't make that for you. Them for toddlers. Like, you need to grow up. So, um, I was like, well, okay, what's something else you want? And she was like, okay, uh, ease. I really want, like, a real easel and art stuff, art supplies. She was like, that's what I want. I just want art supplies. And so, I'm definitely gonna make that happen for her. If you guys were keeping up with me last year, she actually had an art, art party. And so, um, all of her, her sister and her friends and everybody went to an art studio. And they got to do canvases and stuff like that. So, it was really, really, really just, um the cutest situation and it looks so beautiful so i'm excited about that um and then what else was i gonna bring up oh the mall baby that's what sparked that we're not claiming every baby just because people say they're part of the mall now we do have mall babies but they do have to get cleared and they do have to come through customs just like everybody else because let me tell you something don't 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 be trying to sit up here and ask me to be your damn girl by my nice and your baby i uh-uh uh-uh I would like a choice. Do not ask me to be the godmama to your child before your child is born. Because they don't be telling you everything that they said at them damn appointments. Them bitches be having STDs and stuff. And they be going to the doctor and them kids be half past slow and stuff. And they be coming out retarded and stuff. And then they want, oh, can you go pick up little Johnny and go take his lunch? Oh, he need this, he need that. Okay, well, you you knew about all these damn stipulations when you was laid up and stuff. You didn't tell me all of that. I thought that if you, if you died... Then I'll take care of your little baby or whatever. And I'll buy the little baby some shit every now and again. I'm going to have a little present. I'm going to come to the birthday party and stuff like that. But all that extra shit you talking about, like I'm supposed to be a second parent? Oh, no, baby. Consider me like a guardian. If something happened to you, bitch, I'll pull up. I, no, 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 no. And let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. Let me see the baby first before I decide if I want to be that godparent because the same way that I picked my nigga so I can have attractive kids, I want to have attractive god kids and stuff too. So don't be trying to don't don't be trying to have me be god mama. You know your child ugly as hell, got a face only a mother could love, and now we walking around and everybody asks, oh that's that's your son? No, no, that ain't no. That's that's my friend, baby and stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. Nope. So y'all really need to give people options. And y'all need to give people, you know what I'm saying, some some type of choices. You need to give them choices. Y'all be laying these babies on them. Y'all be laying these babies on them. I ain't finna let nobody lay no baby on me, child. So let me tell you what more babies I got right now. J. Cal, I still gotta send her her customized onesie and her happy uh and her little kit. Millie, I was an ugly baby. I was an ugly baby too. Y'all know I look like Baby Yoda. I know I'm still gonna talk my shit. I don't give a fuck. When my auntie was born, my granny said that she had uh, turned the lights down low. You know, back back in the gap when you would have a baby, they would have a viewing. So my granny said that when she had my auntie, uh, you know, ugly babies be turning out to be pretty people. Mm-hmm. So she said that when my auntie was born, you know, my granny got, like, light kids. My auntie was dark. She, and it, her daddy not even dark. She just so happened to be dark. And so when she was born, um, my granny just said she was ugly, just flat out. And so they had my, my great-grandma had said, we're going to let people come see her, but we're going to turn the lights down. And so they had turned the lights down, and they had the bassinet over in the corner in the shadows, and everybody went over there and kind of looked and said, oh, bless her heart, and stuff like that. But she, she grew up to be real beautiful. Real beautiful. And I was an ugly baby, too. When, when, my, uh, when my mama had brought me over to my granny house and I had pulled up, my, my neighbor, his name Zeke, God bless him, uh, where he at now? I'm going to have to ask my granny. But he said when I had pulled up, he thought he said he was going to call the SPCA. He said he thought it was a little baby monkey coming up. And let me tell y'all something. Somebody was like, oh, damn, that's racist. Where I'm from, where I'm from, the block I grew up on with my people, 
nigga, we could shoot the shits like that. We could shoot the shits like that. They opened it up, and he was like, oh, this is a little baby monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, let me tell you something. I, I ain't one of the people that can't take a joke. You know, I was an ugly baby. I, and I wouldn't even say I was an ugly baby. Yes, I would, bit. I think I was an ugly baby. <laughs> but it, I had a big-ass smile on my face. Grinning. Bitch, I was ready to be messy. My eyes was wide open. Mouth wide open. Ready to talk some shit. Bald-headed as I wanted to be. Just ugly. So it is what it is. Everybody look like something. So that don't make me feel no type of motherfucking way. But, uh, yeah, we have two mall babies. So, J. Cal, that's our first mall baby ever. We got to send that care package. The baby is about three. That baby about to start school now. The shit. The, we done went through the pregnancy. I still ain't got it. Uh, since her. We're going to get that on the road. And then, Nephi. Nephi is pregnant with the next mall baby. Anybody else that's pregnant, we would like to ask that you submit a DM. And let me see you and your baby daddy. And then, I feel like, you know, we'll see if, if you can have a mall baby. And, um... You know, or if you're loyal, we do like loyalty. So if you've been around for a while, you get knocked up. Holla at us. We'll send some diaper money and stuff. <laughs> the Mob Radio Outreach Program, uh, it's, it's been helping the community for how long? About two days. So, you know, we got that established, you know, since 2021, uh, since January 2021. And we've been helping the community for so long. I done forgot what it looked like to sit on my ass. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's been a long 48 hours. You know, um, the way I help people, it ought to be criminal. It really ought to be criminal. J. Cal said Big M is 14 months now. That is a damn shame. Because we went through your pregnancy with you. And I have not even sent the onesie yet. And the baby's 14 months. I feel fucking ashamed. <sighs> wow. You got some ultrasound pictures for me? <laughs> Listen, I love the kids. Literally, I love the kids, okay? So send it to me, send it to me. I love the babies. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into the show. I hope that everybody is queued up. I see that we are 10 minutes in. I've been running my mouth. Um, <laughs> Shout out to y'all. We're going to get into the none of that shit video, and then we're going to go ahead and get into the intro, and then we're going to get into the show, because you know we can't play this on YouTube, okay? So this is Asian Doll with none of that shit. Angel Baby is eight months. Uh. <laughs> hey, Sammy. I hope you have a safe trip, babe. Ivorian dolls. She's a um, UK rapper. Okay. Let me go her name on the screen. Let me be quiet. I love you. Asian doll, your mission is to find and capture your book, Land Your Soul. For the past two years, not only has this bitch been invading your privacy, she's been spreading rumors about you. It's time to put this dusty bitch in a body bag.
Let's go ahead and get started so I can tell y'all how I feel. When they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. Yo, Mo B, man, drop that shit. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Can we mob You know what time to do. Yeah, I know what it's time to do.
All right, you guys, it is Thursday, February 11th. And if you're on Station Head and if you're on Twitch, then you have already been here with me. But if you're on Call of Road and you're just getting here, so shout out to you guys. Um, we just got done doing a watch party for Asian Doll, none of that shit, aka Queen Vaughn. And so let's go on over here. Of course, y'all know YouTube doesn't allow us to play those videos. So shout out to T Surf Code. We have some of those visuals for y'all. So what I first would like to say is, I am so proud of Asian for for working. She has she's really been through a lot. You know what I mean? And she's been very vocal about what she's been through. And um, losing someone that you love, there, there's no coming back from death. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, a hard thing to deal with. And having to work through it and continue to press forward, that's hard. Especially when you're trying to grieve in front of the world and everybody has an opinion. And, you know, you're just trying to get through the shit. That's very difficult. So, first of all, shout out to her for pressing forward. Because I can't imagine how hard that is right now. Second of all, I think that Asian is very talented. Very talented. The song, none of that shit, I feel like that is a hit. I'm a down south nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I love the sound of it already. You know, in terms of Asian and um, the the content of the song and the lyrics and shit like that, it was already my vibe because I'm that type of bitch. I like violence. And so I was already cued in like, oh, I like that shit. I like that little, she got a little ruggedness to her, but she's such a beautiful girl. You know what I mean? So uh, I like the dynamic of Asian and what she brings to the table. Um, So I like the song. You know, it's giving me, it, it, it's one of those songs that even though it's more rough, it, it's what Cardi thinks up is. Let me put it like that. None of that shit is what Cardi thinks up is. It's a sexy gangster record for a woman. Okay? That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Because Cardi came out and said that she felt like up was gangster. She's talking her shit. No, 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 baby. That, that's pop. This, none of that shit, it has that bass. It has that grittiness. It has her popping her shit. But she ain't take it so far that you feel like you're listening to a nigga. She still got that sex appeal. You know what I'm saying? It's still sexy. So that, that's how I view it. You know what I'm saying? It's just a sexy, rugged, kind of rough around the edges track that, that pulls you in, that you fuck with. You know what I'm saying? It's who you feel. You, even I think a Sadiddy bitch could hear that song and feel like, bitch, I'm finna go rob a bank. You know what I mean? It's like that. Uh, now let's get to the video. Let's get to the video. Asian is a beautiful girl. Okay, so we give face, makeup, and stuff like that a 10. Okay, the looks in the video and the video itself, let me be very clear and very honest. It looks like an independent effort. It's one of those situations where quality over quantity. And we're talking about money and production. Because I've seen a lot of pretty videos lately. Up was a pretty video. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, and these are her peers. That's why I'm bringing them up. Um, and th these are some of the records that recently came out. So Megan came out with, um, what was the name of it? Crybaby. Crybaby. It was pretty. But did we actually end up liking it and did it leave an impact? Where this song falls short, what I feel like production in the video itself, I think that the song is quality. I would rather the song be good and a bitch be rapping than for the video to be good and the song be trash. You know, that's how I feel. So... I, I understand and I agree that the video could have been better. It could have been better, but the song is good. And that is what will carry it. Because, I mean, we go look at the video, then we're going about our business. We're not playing videos in our car. We're not playing videos while we're doing our makeup. We're listening to the song. And the song is good. And the song goes. Um, I like the fact that they had a concept. I just don't think that it was carried out in the best way possible. You know, we came into the music video with them having a target. Asian looked beautiful in that shot. And um, they were looking for somebody, obviously. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. And I'm going to go and I'm going to find them and we're going to wreak havoc. That, that was the point. I don't feel like it ended, though. I feel like they were kind of on the hunt, kind of looking. And it was like, okay, what, what happened? So that's how I feel about that. I wish that we would have got more shots with this look. 
because this is the look that agent was teasing and i think that she looked very very beautiful and it was one of the more high quality shots but y'all know what i told y'all when we had saw the snippet i said i don't like the outfit in full but i do like the pictures and that's how i ended up feeling when i was watching it um i understand that it was a lot going on but this pink outfit looked cheap to me the green one was sexy with the makeup, with that little lime green, I like that shit was sexy. I really like that look. I didn't like the I didn't like the pink in in this right here. I, I just feel like that looked cheap, and I didn't like how dark it was and smoking. I understand what was going on, but I wish that we could have seen you better. Um, this right here is so Asian, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? She looks so pretty, so cute, so so gutter. She got her guns ready and stuff like that. I thought that was a really cute scene. I like the fact that um she was rapping. I know that there are some people that that say that she's a little bit too rough. Uh, and her mannerisms, you know what I'm saying, or a little bit, you know, uh, you know, for a woman. I, balance is a thing. I think that if Asian balances it out, that everything will be fine. Okay? I think it'll be fine. For this particular record and this video, I think that it's, it's, it, it works. You know, bringing it uh and standing how she's standing and doing her thing. And then I think that there are going to be some other records where she will need to soften up some, soften up some of her mannerisms and stuff like that. But she's a rapper. You know, she she not she not one of the rappers that want you to come lay on her chest. Bitch, she gonna pull your gun out and pop the bitch, okay? So, I, th I think that, uh you know, once, once she loosens up a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that, uh, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Get some, work some different shit on in there. But, uh, Asian, uh, collectively, I think that we're proud of you. I hope that the record does good. I don't want anybody to go and look at the numbers and feel like it's not enough. And let's go take a look. Because the streets are making noise about this record. So it, it, it only got about 35,000 views after it premiered 10 hours ago. But guess what? Queen Vaughn is independent. Queen Vaughn making that money. That song's still getting played. It's still getting streamed. It's a win. So stop looking at big numbers feeling like that's it. Because the last time I checked on the Billboard Hot 100, it's a couple of songs in the top 30 by some female hip-hop artists. But Megan Thee Stallion ain't one of them. Not with that crybaby that she just put out a video for. Okay, so let, let's pay attention to what's actually going on out here, not necessarily the numbers, okay? So if you support Asian and you like it, go run that shit up, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the shit that gets people, you know what I'm saying, looking and paying attention and, you know, kind of in tune, like what's going on? So, you know, shout out to Asian, and, and I think that it was a good video, and I, I definitely cannot wait to see more from her. <laughs> they said no Meg slander, please. My name ain't motherfucking Amanda, bitch. And you can get blocked. Now, I'm going to let you remain. But that's not slander. That's a fact. Okay? Crybaby that they just did a, a, a big-ass production for is not in the top 30. And But if I want... I've never slandered Megan in my life. Now, if I want to get up here and talk my shit, that's exactly what I'll do. And if you don't want to listen, get the fuck out. That's how this works. Give a damn. Now, what the fuck you talking about, nigga? The fuck you thought this was? Moving along. Now, let's go ahead. They say, check my Twitter DM. Here y'all go. Starting the shit early. The audio got 6.5 million, Millie. Ooh-wee. We love to see it. A tweet just got shared with me. Good God almighty! Dr. Dre was out hoeing last night. Breaking news. Dr. Dre was out hoeing last night. And guess who he was out hoeing with, people? Ooh-wee! Dr. Dre was creep, 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 she creep. Look at April. Oh, Marion, baby mama. Oh, what, girl? What, April? Let me move this 
screen, bitch, so y'all can see. <laughs> Bro, look. Look. Look, y'all. Hold on. Ooh, wait. Look at them. Trying to creep on through. We see you, Dre. Uh-huh. Ooh. Child. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mimosa's on deck. What is it? That's good. What's that? Is that good? I just made that up this morning. I'm scared of you. Shit. I'm about to go make me one now. I know. It's good it, got, it is good. It, it got it mango. Got... It got some other shit. Ooh. You want your tropical shit? You know, you know, you gotta mix it up sometimes. Ooh. All right, you guys. I need to make sure that my screen is formatted correctly, so I'm finna throw up something random. Don't worry about it. I had to show y'all what was up there uh, with Dr. Dre. So let me put this back how I like it. All right, perfect. But yeah, so Dr. Dre all out on the town, bitch, while his his uh, strange wife over there trying to take him for everything he got, trying to prove uh, where the money was and what he bought. Baby, Dr. Dre over there with uh, April. April don't give a damn. Uh, April gonna pop up on the scene. They say, give me that outfit, April. Man, she doing, I hate that it does that. Ooh. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's what's going on with Dr. Dre in April. All right, let's go ahead and move on and get into um, the stories for the day. So I was on Twitter. Somebody has sent this to me. Shout out to the baby that sends me uh, very important political, you know, news and different things going on in our community. If I can remember your name right now, I would say it. Somebody sent me a message yesterday because their girlfriend is celebrating a birthday. And I said, could you please remind me? Uh, her birthday is coming up on the 15th. So please make sure that you remind me so I can give her a shout out, okay? But moving along. Brian... Brian Schott, he said, I was the first to report that former President Trump accidentally called Senator Mike Lee during the January 6th Capitol riot. Here's what he told me that day. So, you know, Trump, everybody's been watching the impeachment trials and shit like that. Trump actually placed a phone call as things were going on. Okay. So this is what Senator Mike Lee, you know, had to say. Um... On the evening of January 6th, and shout out to SLTRIB.com, on the evening of January 6th, after the rioters were cleared out of the U.S. Capitol and Congress got back to the work of counting the Electoral College votes, Senator Mike Lee exchanges some text messages, uh, text messages with me, a journalist with the Salt Lake Tribune. So after conversing about the day's events, which I won't detail here as I agreed to keep them off the record, Lee related the story of how then-President Donald Trump mistakenly called his phone, thinking that it belonged to Tommy Turberville, um, and the newly the newly elected senator from Alabama. So I want to highlight this real quick. I stuttered all over that shit. Okay, but let's get into it. Relationships and having trust in an industry like this is everything. And I want to highlight that again to you all. I talk to a lot of different people. I see a lot of different things. I hear a lot of different things. And I could come forward and I could say, hey, look i want to know about this because it's juicy that could be something that could drive more traffic but it's not always worth it every time i don't i don't it, it's not and you, and you have to really gauge like what you feel like is worth it and trust is very important so the same way that this man said you know i won't detail what we talked about outside of this because i agreed that i wouldn't i agreed that i would keep it off the record but i will go ahead and give you this and what happens is when you build a relationship and it's a positive one, you can always go back. People are willing to tell you things and then they can come back and say, you know what, I want you to keep that private, but I want you to go ahead and talk about this. 
and then you have a relationship where you go back and reference and get inside information. It's all about relationship building. So you have to treat people the way that you want to be treated. You have to treat people a particular type of way. I'm not saying kiss they ass, but I'm saying, listen, treat them like a fucking human so that just in case you want to double back, you actually can. Anybody that I've had an interview with, anybody that I've connected with or whatever, I, I could go back to them and say, hey, how you doing? No plex, no nothing, because everything was handled in a professional manner, and I went on about my business, you know? So it's very, very important, very important. Everything is not about... Oh, I heard this. Let me go run and go tell everybody, you know, um, but let's continue on. So Lee agreed to let this man publish the story and he initially broke it in his newsletter, the rundown the next day. So January 7th. So after that reporting, it got picked up by plenty of people. So on Wednesday night during the second impeachment trial of Trump, Lee strenuously objected to the House impeachment managers referring to other reporting that said that Lee overheard Trump telling Tuberville to delay the certification of the electoral, co uh, electoral college votes by objecting. So in my reporting, the young man talking, he said Lee did not say that he overheard the former president's conversation with the senator, although he did tell me that the call lasted for several minutes. So here unedited is what Lee told me via text message that evening. Moments after the proceedings in the Senate were halted by the Capitol Police, my phone rang. The caller ID indicated that the call was coming from the White House. I thought that it was Robert O'Brien, the president's national security advisor, calling to update me on the question that I had asked him about a security threat from Iran. Okay? To my great surprise, it wasn't Robert O'Brien. It was President Trump on the other end of the line. My heart started to beat a little bit faster, and I was convinced that he could uh, only be calling to argue with me about my reading of the 12th Amendment in Article 2, Section 1. There was a lot of noise and commotion in the room, but I thought I heard him say, how's it going, Tommy? I said, Mr. President, this is Mike Lee. No, he insisted. I dialed Tommy's number. Mr. President, are you calling for Tommy Tuberville, my new colleague from Alabama? Yes. Anxious to hand the phone over to someone else and not have to argue with um, the president about the matters at hand, I'd asked if he'd like me to find Senator Tuberville. He said, yeah, sure, that'd be great. So I went and found Senator Tuberville, handed him my phone, and explained that the president would like to speak to him. I stood nearby for the next five or ten minutes as they spoke, not wanting to lose my phone in the middle of a crisis. Then the Capitol Police became very nervous and ordered us to evacuate the chamber immediately. As they were forcing everyone out of the chamber, I awkwardly found myself interrupting the same telephone conversation I had just facilitated. Excuse me, Tommy, we have to evacuate. Can I have my phone? So the senator promptly ended the call and returned my phone, you know, to its rightful owner. And that's what happened. So, um, little baby said, is anyone having internet issues? I actually had to restart everything. I actually had to restart everything because I was having issues. So, um, that could be possible. Miss, um, Miss Sherry baby says, so we're going to skip over the threat from Iran? No, we're not. Not on my radio. Now pay attention because it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. He thought that he was getting a call. You know, about a security threat. Why are we not talking about that shit right there? First of all, let's drop a bomb for that. We No, 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 no. You go get Trump. Y'all got an arrest warrant for that nigga. Y'all feel like he killed that man in a spot where he shouldn't have, which he did. I'm not saying that the man that ended up dead hadn't done horrible things. But Trump, when he facilitated that hit on that man, he did it in a space where that shouldn't have happened. He was wrong. He was wrong. And we can't sit up here and say, can y'all handle shit a certain way? You know what I'm saying? And we don't do the same thing. So they got a problem with his ass because his ass want to sit up there and, and act a fool? Get him. Now, nah, don't come over here attacking. Leave us the fuck alone. 
We didn't like his ass either. And they say we finna go to war. It's always gonna be a war. You in the midst of a war. We been at war over nothing. Over these people, over George Bush, feeling like he's supposed to be the great white fucking hope. Like he gonna usher in the end of the goddamn world. Y'all know why Trump, I mean, not why Trump, y'all know why Bush took his ass over there and fucked with them people, right? Because he thought that he was supposed to usher in World War Three. Go pay it, go read it and go pay attention. He thought he was a part of the goddamn Bible. Like he really was about to, big stupid ass. Go sit down. He is so fucking slow. He is so goddamn slow. So he went over there and trumped up some damn reasons to go fuck with them people to kickstart some shit that he, he thought that he was going to be a martyr or something. You see how that shit worked out. But Iran, leave us the fuck alone. Leave us the hell alone. They said we've been at war for 16 years. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, moving along. Is it a coincidence that Trump was on the phone, you know, as these things were happening? Is it a coincidence that Trump was calling somebody right before they were supposed to go in for that meeting? No. Do I think that Trump uh, was on that phone saying what he was saying to that last man? Time I go find them 13,159 votes. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah, that's what he was doing. We, yeah, who cares? Who cares? Rumors with no regard. We don't give a damn if the man didn't hear it. He said he heard it. Trump ain't shit. Let's go for it. It is what it is. Trump ain't had no business calling them people trying to sway them any motherfucking way. He should have called the night before. So you want to take your ass up there and you want to run your mouth? It is what it is. Her name is Trisha Berry. Shout out to Trisha Berry. She's been down for the longest and always sending me important shit for us to talk about so that we can stay abreast, you know, with what the hell is going on. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that sends me shit because I cannot do all this by myself. Okay? Y'all are the best. So let's go ahead and slide into some more dumb shit. Okay? So... The Gorilla Glue series finale is upon us. Shout out to the Sad Boy Show, TMZ, and everybody else involved with production. Shout out to everybody. The Gorilla Glue Girl, her name is Tessica Brown. She will always be known as the Gorilla Glue Girl. She went and finally got her damn surgery, and they finally got that shit out of her motherfucking head. I don't give a damn, but we've been keeping up with the story from the beginning, so here we go. They say scare eyes. So. Look at this dumb shit. Wow. Wow. What's wrong? Everything wrong. You're in pain? You're in pain? Yeah. If you feel anything. Hot girl, what? Excuse me, ma'am. It's super black for some reason. You better be lucky you got a strand. I would have knocked her upside her damn head. Don't you say nothing but thank you. I know you're not complaining. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you, bitch? I'll go spray her head again. Don't you tell me a goddamn thing about the color of your motherfucking hair. The glue is out. That's what you wanted, right? You gotta shut your ass up. The fuck? Look at her dumb ass. You know what? Tell said I have no respect for her. All right. 
I think that um, she needs to come to terms with reality. I bet her scalp is fucked. And actually, it honestly might not be. Actually, it might not be. It might be sensitive for a while to come because of all that they've had to do to it and the trauma that it's been through. But actually, she sprayed the top of the head. So the hair on top actually is what got all that shit on it. The scalp actually might be fine. Uh, I think she did it on purpose. I know she did on purpose. <clears throat> her dumb ass did an interview with E.T. that they will be using against her. Where she said that she had had the bottle since Christmas. And she had used it on a project. And then put it on her hair. I don't I don't know what case she thinks she gonna win. But this gonna be a doozy. This gonna be a doozy. Because she got up and admitted that she knew what the fuck the shit was for. And she still did it. You got different people putting Gorilla Glue on her vagina. People putting Gorilla Glue all type of places trying to trend. And that's exactly what we said would happen. You know, after the way that they, you know, uh, highlighted this. I saw some people online. I saw one person online rather say, black people don't want nobody to win. Y'all claim y'all want her to do better, be better. But y'all mad because of this and that. You know, black people can be really fucking stupid sometimes. And I can say that. Because these are my people and I'm a, I'm a nigga and I be acting stupid sometimes too. Okay? It ain't about nobody not wanting her to win. Did she deserve to get all that money? In my opinion, No. I'm not going to sit up and report the account. I'm not going to tell nobody else not to donate. But I'm going to be very vocal about the fact that I'm fucking, I'm not giving her a red cent. If I had the ability to get the shit out of her head myself, I would have passed on it. Because you're a fucking fool. You're a fucking fool. This girl got all of, everything that she has attained because of what she did. Was it deserved? No. You have people out here actually making a fucking difference. Doing things that are newsworthy. This was stupid. The same way that they told y'all that people was eating Tide Pods. There was no damn increase in people eating Tide Pods or ingesting them. Go look at the actual numbers and the facts. But I tell you what did increase the sales of Tide Pods. News got really slow. This situation happened. They want your children to do dumb shit the same way that they highlighted the fire challenge. They want y'all kids to do it the same way they be highlighting them kids suffocating each other, suffocating themselves and shit. They want to put them ideas in your kids' heads as far as I'm concerned. So, uh-uh, uh-uh. Shout out, look at page six. They so damn delayed. And this is why we're important because they don't know who April Jones is. Page six said, Dr. Dre with a mystery woman amid divorce from Nicole Young. As soon as I look at this, I know exactly who in the fuck that is. This ain't no damn mystery woman, bitch. That's April. Ho ass. Child, Black History Month ain't been worth a damn. Child, they said a damn mystery woman. Then let me go. So let me go put exclusive. April Jones has been identified the way this shit going. Bitch the fuck out of here. Niggas know who that is. <laughs> we know exactly who that is. Ain't no damn mystery. Millie, check your DM. A man was sent to the ER for gluing his lip. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> On site said Mr. Woman with a LOL at the end. They said page six must not have no colors. <laughs> Look, when I put it on YouTube, I'm going to put exclusive. Dr. Dre's mystery woman revealed. Bitch, let's turn this bitch up. <laughs> Since page six says it's a mystery and we got, we got the keys. I mean, shit, it is what it is. All right, y'all. 
I want to get into a black woman that I, I feel like should be verified, that should be everywhere, that should be, you know, getting all of the attention that the other young lady is getting. And that's my problem with society. So I want to give a special shout out to a young lady named Bree. Bree was featured on the Shade Room, but I went to her actual page. And let me slide this down so y'all can see. It was at her neck. Okay. This beautiful young black woman has been accepted to over 50 colleges and universities. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, there were people that were upset with her. They was mad at her because she got accepted to all them damn schools. Baby, you are amazing. You are amazing. You worked hard all of these years to be able to, you know what I'm saying, um, further your education. And don't let anybody make you feel ashamed of your intelligence ever. Don't dim your fucking light for nobody. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes people feel. You have been accepted to damn near every school that the fucking country got. On your own merit. Because you're fucking amazing. Don't let nobody shit on that. You are dope as fuck. You get the biggest bomb ever. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Go back to the neck. And um, fun fact about this beautiful young lady. She has a YouTube channel. Um, that she had started before she got accepted to these schools. And she was having discussions about, you know, college and how she felt. Hold on. So she said, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube and watch my college-related videos. So I think that this is the type of people that we should be highlighting. Why isn't she verified? Why doesn't she have all of those followers on Instagram? Why, why, why? That's my problem with the Gorilla Glue Girl. Because we have a beautiful young lady. like, And both women are beautiful. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. But my point is, we have this young lady doing something worth it. And this is what I want my kids to see. This is what I want my people to be inspired by. You know what I mean? But because, you know what I'm saying, y'all can't make it salacious. Cousin ain't nothing to laugh at. or Y'all don't care about it. Th this world is so ass backwards. But that's why we have to spread these stories and we have to bring them up and we have to, you know, highlight and clap for those people, our people. And so shout out to Bree and anybody else that's continuing to get their education at whatever stage of development. You know, shout out to the young kids getting up, putting their best foot forward. Shout out to the people in middle school, high school, college. And shout out to people who um, may be older, who are, you know, getting some type of education. Shout out to you because one of the hardest things is going back to school. It's very easy. That's why I was very hard on myself when I got pregnant. I said, I can't stop going to school because I know me. If I stop going to school, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop, period. And I'm not going to finish. And once you get out of, you know, the waking up for 7 o'clock and staying in school till 3 and you have a choice and you start working and living your life and being an adult, baby, it's hard to get back in that groove. It's not impossible, but it's very hard. So I applaud anybody, no matter how old you are. I don't give a damn if you're 50 trying to get a GED. God bless you. And you are just as worthy, you are just as capable, and you are just as intelligent, you know, as, as other people that are going to go do it. And so, um, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And shout out to anybody that goes back, you know, and, and, and gives, you know. What was said? I don't know what that relates to. Kalima said the same way that you do celebrity commentary. I don't know what that relates to, but okay. And, and, and it's not easy. It's not easy. You know, you do have to make a commitment, but I definitely think it's worth it. Because what we can't take away from you, the world, me, anybody else, is your fucking intelligence, your knowledge. Knowledge is power, always will be. So it's never too late. Never too late. And let me tell you something. Queenie said, I'm going to college online. We live in a society 
that used to, you know, frown upon online schooling. Your school wasn't, you know, or your degree or whatever wasn't as important as the next person's or what you were doing, you know, wasn't as big because, oh, it wasn't at this university or it wasn't here, da 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 I feel like um, what the baby girl was saying that the same way that I talk about celebrity news, let me tell you something. Every time we come uh, on my radio, we, we kick shit. We talk about messy shit, but we talk about politics and we talk about real life issues. So, bitch, don't play with me. You can't get blocked, though. Don't play with me. We highlight something worth a damn every motherfucking day, and I make it a point. So kiss the blackest part of my ass. Moving along, um, the universe is the great equalizer. And so you had people talking down on people who was doing online schooling, and then the world changed, and everybody had to go to school online. Okay? <laughs> everybody had to go to school online. Who said what? Who said what? People want to talk down on a damn community college. How many student loans do they have on their motherfucking name because they went to such and such university? Let me tell you something. I've gone to every type of school that there is except the trade school. I went to a uh, state college. I went to a university. I went to community college. I went to online school. I have literally been to every type of university that there is. I ultimately finished uh, online because my husband was in the service. So per my degrees, I got them from, um, on, from, I went online rather. It wasn't an online school. They have physical locations. But I, I had to finish online because I had to move. You know what I'm saying? And I had to be able to do my work no matter where we were. And so um, I ultimately finished, you know, doing an online program. But uh, out the gate, I went to a university. I wasn't ready. And I had to take a step back. And then slowly but surely, I got in the groove. And then I was able to finish and do what I needed to do, you know. And so shout out to everybody on their journey and on their path. Uh, everybody that works hard to get that paper, okay. I was so ready to be done. Bitch, I didn't even go to my own damn graduation. And let me tell y'all something. I didn't give a damn. <laughs> let me tell you something. Um, online school, to me, is harder than any other type of school. Because you have to be very disciplined. I saw somebody say you have to be very motivated. You do. And you get more work online. You have to do everything that everybody else is doing. Plus, you got to do projects and meet checkpoints and do participation. And it got to be this many words. And you got to hit these points. To me, online schooling is harder than any other type. That's how I feel. But it is what it is. Shout out to everybody getting the education no matter where you are. And don't let nobody make you feel like you less than. Now, speaking of, I have a lot of student loans. Would anybody like to send me $20? More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my can. Now, I was going to get my master's. And I can pull up my transcripts to prove this. Uh, Y'all know I graduated 3.8. And so I was doing amazing. I had all A's in my master's program. And then them hoes tried to give me a $1,000 refund check. And I dropped out. Kiss my ass. What? Bitch, what? I owe Stanley May probably $100,000. Bitch, I hold on. Now, I go to school, and let me be very clear. I went, I went to college because I, I felt like it was important, but also the refund check. Don't, don't get it fucked up. And I had been adopted, so I, I got that little shit where I get all my check. Y'all got me fucked up. Let me tell y'all something. $1,000? The $1,000? After all the motherfucking work I done did? All this shit. Do you know what you have to submit for your uh, master's program and the type of work you got to do? It ain't, it ain't child's play. You know, it's a very strenuous year. So, bitch, I'm, I didn't set up here and went through my program, and I'm over here working my ass off, and you want to give me $1,000? You 
You, bitch, I dropped the fuck out. I, bitch, you got me fucked up. Bitch, you got me fucked up. No. You gonna have to make that shit worth my while, ho. Like, I'm not even finna do this shit for real. Bitch, I'm finna be a superstar, so I really don't even give a fuck. But, bitch, you you got me fucked up. Bitch, I dropped out. I saw that motherfucking amount. You know, if you've been in school, you get that write-up so you can see what loans you accepted and they can tell you what your refund is. I saw what that refund was. Bitch, I dropped out just that same day. I ain't never looked back. Don't give a damn. Moving along. Let's go ahead and get into... So, we talked about Asian already. Um, the reason why I talked about it at the beginning of the show was because we had just got uh, done watching a music video over on Twitch. And so uh, it was fresh. But let's go ahead and get back into some music talk. Rolling Loud happened. And Erica Banks, um, y'all know how I feel in terms of feeling like, you know, I, I, I can never get jiggy with Erica Banks. I want the best for her because she's a black person. I think that she's talented. Did Alex use his military stuff? Yes, he did. He better have. Shout out to him. He has his degree as well. Um, it's, it's a more personal thing. And what's very saddening to me is I know the way that the media works. I can look at Erica Banks and I can bring up what she's doing now and I can give you a solid opinion and move forward. There are a lot of people that are flocking to Erica Banks because she's talented and on the rise who will find out the different things that took place with that, that case with Bethany and they're going to flip on her. And I, I, I'm sitting up like, ugh, I'm cringing at the thought of it. And it always happens. It always happens. They wait until you get into a particular position, and then they pull up all that old shit from your fucking background and say, what about this? That's exactly what the fuck they do. So if y'all think that they not going to bring up what the fuck happened and the little details, y'all did remember, I'm from Texas. So before the world was giving a fuck about who Erica Banks was and what song she had put out, we was already we, we already had her on our radar. We was already talking about Erica Banks. Before the motherfucking music, we were talking about her and what the fuck she had going on. So it's a lot of people repping Erica. Oh, she a great artist and she like, fuck all of that. Fuck the music. Let's get into what the fuck happened at this house on that fateful day. And once they want to know the, the answers to those questions, well, what actually did happen? And why do people be saying this? And who is Bethany? They're going to have to come back to Mob Radio. Mob Radio is the only place that has those uh, behind the, not even behind the scenes, those private messages that has the private audio, the exclusive audio to the only person that talked to the family, the only person that talked to that young lady's teammates. Mob Radio was the only fucking outlet that was as invested in that case as we were. Now, had Erica been in a position that she is now, they would have said, I hate Erica. They would have said that I'm obsessed with Erica. They would have said, I'm trying to do a hate train. But nobody gave a fuck about how hard I went for Bethany because they didn't give a fuck about who Erica was. And that's, that's the tragedy of people in position. That's the tragedy of society. I have always been the same OG. We have always done the same thing. If we feel like we need to look into something, bitch, we do. Nothing more, nothing less. So we talk, we talked about it. So I can't get jiggy, I can't get jiggy with Erica. I can't. Cause I got proof of you saying you stood and watched somebody fucking die. I don't respect that shit. I got proof, bitch, that you stole that woman's fucking Apple watch. I got proof, bitch, you didn't want to get them people back their shit. I got proof that you was using that girl phone after she died. So can I get jiggy with a motherfucking Erica Banks? No. But is she talented? And, I mean, can we talk about it? I mean, sure, whatever. The fuck? The fuck? 
And then y'all ass gonna turn around and y'all gonna bring it up. And then y'all gonna wanna come ask me some questions. And I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna tell them? Kiss my ass. Cause where were y'all when we had boots on the ground trying to figure out what was going on? Where were y'all when we were trying to talk about it? Uh-huh. Wait till that shit come back up. Mark my motherfucking words. I ain't lied to you yet. Watch. It's gonna come up. It's gonna come up. Mm-hmm. Moving along. And the reason why I brought that up is because so many people be asking me, who is Bethany? Why do you be saying that? Because it's rest in peace to Bethany to the end of forever. Forever and a day after that. Rest in peace to that woman who I feel like lost her life over some bullshit. That's how I feel. Anyway, Erica did Rolling Loud, okay? And uh, there are some people who feel like she did an amazing job. And there are some people who feel like it was lacking. Let's go ahead and get into this interview, this look, and then let's see what we think about it. Hey, live stream. It's your boy, DJ Scheme, and the wonderful... Who? I want you to say your name. <laughs> he don't know it. The Miss Erica Banks. The What's one going and only. On? The Child, you don't even look like Ronnie. You you look like the bitch on side of her that couldn't get a nigga that she could dance for. What the fuck is you looking like? Put the lime in the coconut and shake it all up. This nigga don't even know her damn name. She talking Miss Erica Banks. Erica. I don't like how y'all make bitches from Texas look real country and shit. Now, Erica looks like Dallas. There's this um, lighthearted rivalry between Houston and Dallas, if you don't know. I'm from Houston. Houston is trash in turn, Like, we ghetto. But Houston got this clean exterior, right? So, Houston is like the mama on Greenleaf. She pretty on the outside, but that bitch can get real ghetto. Okay? Um... <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, they don't have no pretty exterior, okay? You see it for what it is out the gate. That's the ongoing thing where people from Houston call Dallas the dirty D. And we literally will be like, be you from where? Ugh. And it ain't nothing deep. It ain't like you ain't nobody, cause, but it's this lighthearted rivalry where it's like, you from where? Nah, nigga, fuck that. You from Houston. Like, fuck Dallas. You know, it'd be shit like that. Look, they caught the triple D. I caught it the dirty D. What about San Antonio? We don't even speak on that lame-ass city. The fuck? Who gives a damn about San Antonio? Hmm. But anyway, they say the Alamo. We are the Altos. That's what Megan Ethel call her people. The Altos. The goddamn Alamos. Anyway. I think Erica Banks looks like a ghetto-ass leprechaun. I feel like she goes by and steals people's gold tooth. Uh, and I just think it looks a mess, okay? And I feel like the nigga didn't know her name. And I feel like they need to stop making people from Texas look so goddamn tacky and ghetto. This was a really big performance, and uh, she looks like a fucking clown. The wig does not look good. That baby hair, the wig could have looked better. But that little swoop in the front and shit like that, not feeling it. And I don't like how matchy-matchy it is. Black hair would have really made this look a lot better, in my opinion. Something more subtle, because the outfit is already really loud. But I'm a more laid-back, chill type of nigga anyway, so I would have never worn a look like this. This is too much going on for me. Not only. So, um... But she don't you know, look horrible. You got this uh, record going crazy right now. I, I want to jump straight into it, because this is... Literally, look, people all spamming it and shit. Yeah. How's that, <laughs> how does that feel right now, to know that your record is just everywhere? 
crazy. It's crazy. It's exciting. I tell people all the time, this is still new for me. So Absolutely. it kind of came in like a rush. And, yeah, you know, yeah, everything yeah. started moving fast. But it's really exciting. I'm so glad for to sure. see the record, you know, do what it's doing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I read somewhere that you didn't necessarily even like the record at first. And then you yeah. went back. And look, what made you go back and finish it? Was it just random uh, my friends peer pressured me to put it yeah, out yeah. uh they were like hey, no you want? need to put this out this is hot hey man that's what's important was it yeah. people around you to push you to make these good records though for yeah sure. most definitely most so definitely. um you just dropped this uh this uh it was an ep right it was a, a project for christmas yes i dropped the christmas ep yeah absolutely so um merry christmas from your lady how were the fans receiving that and stuff like that they were loving it. They no, we did not. I did It's another side of me. Quit lying. just rap. It's like real Christmas tune. So yeah, no, sure. it was really intrigued. They really loved it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Girl. So, um, yeah, with as far as like the whole record blowing up. Do you know anything about this girl, nigga? You don't, you don't seem like you know anything. Let's move along. Let's see if we can get a snippet of her performance. Because I, I don't have time for that shit. I don't give a damn about that interview. And I'ma mute it. I'ma count to 15. I'ma let it play. I'ma mute it. I'ma turn the screen. You know how we do with the copyright shit. Okay, let's skip ahead a little bit. I know damn well them shorts ain't loose like that. I know damn well. Girl, what the fuck you got on? What? You out of line. You out of line for that bitch. <laughs> okay, so first of all, let me introduce my motherfucking self. I am Miss Erica Banks, or some of you might know me as Miss Bussy. Okay, I'm not gonna talk too much though. I'm not gonna bore y'all to death. Sleep, drop that shit. Let's go. She looked tired. Ladies on the live. Ooh. And I know y'all ain't messing with no broke nigga. What? With no car. Yeah. No job. What? All right. Uh, listen. You need a stylist. I'm happy for you being in the situation that you're in. You're obviously growing, and uh, there are growing pains, obviously. And so we'll check back in with you. Let's move along. I, I just, I will not. Like, I just, rest in peace, Bethany. Girl, let me get the fuck from around here. Let me get the fuck from around here. Because I, I just don't have time. They say her celebrity did grow quickly. I mean, that tends to happen, you know, when people die and stuff. But anyway, I, I, anyway, anyway. Let's go ahead and get back to it. Let's go ahead and get back to it. They said she giving City Girls 2.9. <laughs> <gasps> uh, let's get into this. Justin Combs is reportedly releasing a uh, Respectfully Justin talk show with viral meme creator Justin uh, LeBoy. Justin LeBoy is not a viral meme creator. He's a viral meme reposter, first of all. <laughs> um, cut it out. 
If, if you think that he's coming up with all them one-liners and throwing them up there, you're fucking idiotic. Do I think that he maybe came up with some? Sure. But, no, he doesn't. He repost shit. And, y'all, I don't even know why y'all are following a meme page. It's fucking retarded to me. Um, Justin Combs, I don't know their dynamic, but every time I hear about Justin LaBoy, I hear about Justin Combs. It seems like they always, you know what I'm saying, like piggybacking off of each other and trying to find a way to make something shake. Will y'all be tuned in? Let me go ahead and get into what page six reported. Justin LaBoy and Justin Combs are collaborating for a new late night television show called Respectfully Justin, where the two will sit down with celebrities to discuss sex, relationships, music, and everyday life. The very first episode is set to air on February 14th on Diddy's Revolt Network, so obviously streams were pulled. Justin LaBoy is the biggest social media star in our culture, Diddy said in a statement. There's no better place for his debut. How is Justin LaBoy the biggest social media star in our culture? I would like to ask y'all that. Does that make sense to y'all? What does he do? What, what, what does he do? Let me say this. I'm sick and tired of people using connections to dry ass put out something. I understand that when you have connections, you're supposed to use them and stuff like that. But why don't y'all bring in some authentic talent? Use y'all connections to have that person speak to all these people y'all know about whatever. And actually have some shows of substance. How about we do that? All of these people that y'all keep putting in positions just because of who they are and just because of what they know, it's not fucking working. It's not working. And now we have a million and one fucking shows that are about nothing. Everybody has one. Y'all gonna talk about some of the same shit, but why in the fuck should we be interested in you? Why? So it's something that I'll give a chance. They say he a grown ass man with a spam page, but that's my whole fucking point. Get, let him host the show for what? Because he has connections and he knows people. That's why. Nothing nothing more, nothing less. Let's, let's, they said at this point, give Mason a talk show. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Let's give actual talented people the platform and y'all use y'all connections to pull other people in so we can have these fucking conversations. I mean, everybody has one of these. And, and, and once again, I don't care. I will not. I'm not all into it. Y'all doing anything. They said it's not Justin L.A. Boy. I don't fucking know. Who else gonna butcher a name like me? Nobody. Bitch, I said Justin LaBoy. I don't give a fuck. He didn't send me $20. Last time I fucking checked. So I don't give a damn. I pronounce the names correctly of the people that mean something to me. I don't know that nigga. So I, I fucked it up. And I don't care. Justin the boy got a problem, make a meme about it, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Justin the boy, the little boy, LA boy, California man, California king. I don't give a damn. You understand? Let me, let me beg for some money. Hold on. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest? All right, y'all know where to send my money. And do y'all know where to send my gifts? Y'all been lacking on my P.O. box, bitch. Do I need to cancel my subscription? Go ahead, fill that hoe up. The fuck? Y'all know I like my motherfucking candies and stuff to my P.O. box. What do I drink or what am I drinking? What had happened? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me take a sip of this drink, bitch. Where's your P.O. box address in my description? I'm going to put it back on the screen for y'all. 
a couple of people have said what, what's your address so i'm gonna put it up there but it's in the description box let's go ahead and get into some more musical artists <coughs> shout out to got the scoop it looks like Lil Baby, Lil Durk, and Meek Mill have a song on the way. Let's get a preview. Okay. It sounds like it could sound good. It could. They said Dirk was looking terrified in that car with Lil Baby. <laughs> <coughs> I'm, I'm trying to get my throat clear, bitch. Let me take another sip of drink. Hold up. It was some niggas in my comments. They said, can you stop eating on live? You sound like a nigga that ain't sent me no money asking me to change something about my show. <coughs> you sound... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It sound like somebody who ain't put in on this shit asking me to change some shit. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Can you have an opinion? Sure. Can you do but once again, once again, <clears throat> when I tell y'all to send me something because you want to have input, you want to change some shit, you want to tell me what to stop doing, oh, baby, that come at a price. You understand? Bitch, I will smack on. You got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. No. These hoes mad because I got snacks. You don't, you don't like to hear me eat. I don't give a fuck. Turn it off then. Yeah, I'm a true. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. I don't care. Do you understand what this is? Do you? Bitch, we outside. We chilling. You don't be eating when you be chilling? Lie again, bitch. Lie again. Fuck up out of here with that bullshit. I said I like my chips with dip, bitch. Don't you hear me eating chips? Ain't nobody playing with you. Everybody got a motherfucking opinion. Get the fuck up out of here. So anyway, anyway, are y'all excited for that song? Okay, let's go ahead and get into what Rap Alert put out yesterday on Twitter. They said that Erica Banks may have a feature with Travis Scott. Okay, let me pull this up. Mm-mm-mm. Erica Banks will allegedly be releasing the Busted Remix feature in Travis Scott soon. Travis Scott is not a profound artist to me. He has some songs that have a good vibe with good beats and stuff like, and it comes together well sometimes. Like he got some songs that's a fucking bop, right? Overall, I don't give a damn about what Travis Scott be having going on. He's, he, they say Travis is a global artist. He is, he is, but is he a good artist? Is that an artist that we, us in our community that we run to like, Ooh, what he doing? No. In my opinion, his demographic is, <laughs> you know, white people. <coughs> Excuse me. That's fine. Everybody, you know, uh, has a demographic. There are white people that listen to me. It wouldn't be my fault if people came and flocked to my radio and they, they weren't black. You know, I can't control that. I just got to present my product. So for whatever reason, Travis Scott's brand has resonated more with, you know, white people and the skater boys and all, all that kind of shit. So I'm not saying it to say that it's an issue. But Travis Scott, that's not somebody that I look to like what he got going on. Oh, what's this or what's that? The black community doesn't even really find itself interested in Travis Scott. Travis Scott was doing his music, he had been doing his music, and then he got with Kylie. I think that's why we hear a lot more about Travis Scott. He's always been a big artist, but, well, that has grown, but 
in terms of his personal life, the most that anybody has, has given a fuck about him is his relationship and being linked to Kylie and in the media and, you know, uh, baby Stormy and shit like that. He's very private, you know, and shit like that. He don't talk much. He don't be doing a lot of interviews. He do the, um, he do the music and go about his business. They say he lit on his own, but I'm talking about the reception from his community. We're not as invested in a Travis Scott. You don't see Travis Scott all over the blogs. That's my point. If something big happens, then he'll pop up, of course. And he is a big name in music. But in terms of social media and people being like invested in our community, I don't think that we are as a collective. But anyway, with that being said, if that is to happen, I think that that could be huge for Erica Banks because of the caliber of artist that Travis Scott is. When I think about how that record may sound, I don't feel like it will sound good. Do y'all feel like Travis Scott will sound good on that record? Or do y'all think they need to do another one? I think y'all need to do another one. I don't know how Travis Scott going to be on there or how he going to sound. And maybe y'all will shock us and we'll like it. But I can't see Travis Scott on this record. And, and maybe that could have been something else that would have been better, you know, for him. But y'all going to do what y'all want to do. And that's a huge collaboration. So congr uh, congratulations to her if it's true. Now let's get into the messy part. The irony. So when I reposted this, I said the fucking irony. Megan was all down at Travis Scott house. Y'all remember? Y'all remember that? She's sitting up here with this Astro Girl shit. Why in the hell do Erica Banks have a Travis Scott feature before you? Do that make sense? Do that make sense? What? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't y'all say that the reason why Megan was over at his house was because they was working on music. What a motherfucking song at? They said Megan on Travis album. We need a motherfucking single. Does it? It don't make. Fuck the album. Fuck that. They said no, she ain't. I don't know. I don't know who on the album. All I know is I ain't heard no motherfucking noise being made about no damn collaboration between Megan and him. And for her to be talking about Astro Girl, for her to be allegedly from Houston and shit like that, he from why why the hell is he doing a record with Erica Banks? Uh, cause Kylie said you got my baby daddy fucked up. Will we get a record? <sighs> nope. <laughs> mm. So I thought that it was very ironic. I thought that it was very ironic. That that there's a rumor that Erica Banks is gonna have a record with Travis Scott. I think that's amazing for her, but I just feel like how how the fuck don't Megan and she was at his house and shit. When the fuck is the record at? Who knows? Who knows? Who really cares? Moving along, let's go ahead and get into a rumor with no regard. I am being told that there may be a Maroon Five and Megan Thee Stallion collaboration. Okay. So now let's talk about it. Megan is following the raggediest blueprint I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. Now I had gotten a tip that Colin Tilly was, um, do y'all remember when the situation was going on with, uh, Megan in the shooting and stuff? And I was telling y'all that I was getting word that, um, Colin Tilly was over there recording a video, filming a video for her. Okay. Didn't it pan out that Colin Tilly was doing a video? It wasn't the song that we thought it was. It wasn't that song. It ended up being WAP that he was producing. But the actual information that I got was right. Okay? Once again, I'm being told in the same type of, you know what I'm saying, um, terms and shit like that, that Megan may be doing a, a fucking record with Maroon 5. 
Cardi B did a record with Maroon 5. When people try to cross over and really, like, put that stamp, they go and get them a Maroon 5. They go and get one of these damn white people to go do a record with. Uh, so I, I can understand. And I, that's a big look. Maroon 5, they, they, they them boys, okay? I like Maroon 5. I like the little inflections in the lead singer's voice. I think that he um, has a real, you know what I'm saying, like just a unique voice. And I really like Maroon 5. Um, Adam, they're easy like Sunday morning. Baby, that is my shit, okay? I, I really like Maroon 5. But moving along, once again, I don't see that really panning out. I don't understand how that would sound on the record. Megan has not shown enough versatility for me to be excited about it. Now, um, y'all know 34 plus 35, the remix, will be coming out this Friday. We will be talking about it. Let me go to a couple of screenshots because um, some of my people had noticed that Maroon 5 was now following Megan Thee Stallion. And y'all might feel like that's nothing, but these are some of the types of receipts that I showed y'all before when I was letting y'all know that um, Colin Tilly was actually working with Megan Thee Stallion. Is it important to pay attention to Instagram? It is and then it isn't. Sometimes people don't follow people because they don't care. Sometimes people follow people because they just want to see what's up. Ain't nothing deep. But sometimes it's actually a business move. And so Maroon 5 has just now, more recently, started following Megan Thee Stallion. Okay? What do they have in common? Exactly. Let's go ahead and get into that industry shit. The industry shit is, you know, leaving comments. And it, it's a thing. And I can tell you that, you know what I'm saying, from experience. When you link up with somebody in this net uh, and y'all cool, you start like, like people expect you to like their pictures. People expect, like, bitch, you didn't leave no comment on my picture. Like, people really do do that. And um, I, I think that I think that people who don't do work like this, they don't understand, you know, um, how things like this are important and why people pick up on who's following who and who's not. But it's situations like this that give people some insight. When people start following people and leaving comments and doing that, and wait a minute, we do have to pay attention to stuff like that. And so um, Maroon 5 over there showing love. Let me go ahead and put some more cheese on the cracker. And shout out to Yummy. Let's go ahead and get into uh, Atlantic and Interscope. Maroon 5 is signed to Interscope. And um, Megan is signed to 1501 and 300 Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of Atlantic. So 300, Megan is essentially Atlantic. Like she's on, she's the first lady of the company that, um, Lyora Cohen, that he kickstarted. But Megan absolutely is Atlantic, uh, Atlantic Records. She is a part of Atlantic Records. Let's go ahead and keep up. I mean, not keep up. I'm reading comments. Let's go ahead and look at this. The relationship between Atlantic and Interscope. All I did was type in Atlantic and Interscope on Google. Interscope Records is an American record label owned by Universal Music Group through its Interscope, Jeffin, and AM imprint. Founded in the late 1990s by Jim Iovine and uh, Ted Field as a $20 million joint venture with Atlantic Records of Warner Music Group. So you got people signed to different record labels, but then when you actually go and look into it, everybody got a relationship anyway. There was some confusion last week when we had discussed Melly. There were people who felt like, wait, Melly is signed to here and here. Let me go actually to the text message that can iron that out real, real quick. <clears throat> Give me one second. I'm not going to read the first part, but let me get into this. Tor okay, let's talk. Tori is the one who co-signed Melly to Interscope for a four-album deal. And that's done in the industry all the time. All of the time. And so I was really glad to get clarification on it because I'm not in the music business, but it's a situation where you be having a lot of people dealing with, you know what I'm saying, um, a situation, a lot of, not a lot of hands in the pot, 
but you have different companies that are involved and that doesn't mean that somebody isn't still affiliated so people felt like oh Melly Melly ain't with uh, Tori no more yes the fuck she is yes she is but you know she's also tied to this and that and that's okay but in regards to this is it is it something that's far-fetched to think that Megan could do a record with them no because it benefits all of them anyway it benefits all of them anyway. The same way that Cardi B did a record with them. And we know she signed to Atlantic. So do I think that it's absolutely possible that Megan could have a record with Maroon 5, even though it's a rumor with no regard, emphasis on rumor with no regard? I absolutely think that it's possible. And y'all make sure that y'all are on the lookout. And if it does come into fruition, you just remember where you heard it first. If it doesn't, who cares? Right? Like, we ain't gotta act like we know some shit we don't. I have not heard a song. I have not heard any lyrics. But I have been told that they um, should be doing a song together, okay? I don't, I don't know how that will sound, but we'll see. And we'll talk about it if it comes out. Lil Baby sent me a message and said, I just want to shout out from the lady that I love and adore and listen to daily. She sent me a video of her baby, and she has absolutely melted my heart, okay? Look at this beautiful baby, and it's a fresh baby, too. I don't know. I wish you would have told me your real name so I could give you a proper shout out, but... um. Mom of three, that's the ending of your name on Instagram. Shout out to you, and I love and adore you, each and every one of you that shows up every day to show me any type of love, because you don't have to be here with me. And I see God through our interactions, and I'm, I'm grateful for this space, for this time, for being able to interact with you guys. And I don't take it lightly, and I literally cherish it so much. And I'm such a Philly person that I have tears in my eyes because I know how much I love my kids. So when y'all get on live and, and y'all send me messages and you show me your babies and I know how much mothers and fathers love their kids and how protective they are. When you want to share your most beautiful creation with me, I just am I'm honored every single time. I literally am honored every single time because I know how I feel and I know how scary it is, especially now. So for you to feel like you want to share something like that with me, I just think that that's amazing. And um, I, I just, I think that's dope. And I appreciate every last one of you. And, and your kids are so beautiful and, and so amazing. And they warm my heart so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> really, really, really. I'm such a fucking crybaby. <laughs> but whatever. I don't give a fuck, bitch. That's how I feel. I'll cry and shoot you, ho. <laughs> but I, tr I truly do thank you I truly do thank you I think that that's so sweet So sweet Alright you guys Um, So we were having a conversation about Megan And if she may or may not be doing a collaboration But let's get into something that we do know for a fact So we saw Megan uh, playing in her hair Megan's hair was already done When she started adding Miel Organics products to it Acting like she really had You know just did the diddly with it But we, we ain't even comment on that at the time We were just proud of her and we said, and I said, I feel like Megan can't win for losing. That's what I said at the time. And I, I honor that in this moment because Miel is a brand that, that has had some uh, controversy as it pertains to black people in the community. People saying that these people have gone through their databases and harassed them because they didn't like a review that they left online. And when I said that Megan can't win for losing, it's like, damn, bitch. Do anybody do any research over here? Can you be affiliated with something that don't have some type of drama with it? I just don't know if Miel was the best fit because of the controversy that comes with it. You know what I mean? So I was happy for her, but I felt like, ooh, people going to run that into the ground. Like, people going to bring that up too. You know what I'm saying? But moving on, 
Megan has been named the um the global ambassador for Miel Cosmetics, or Miel Organics, I'm sorry, their hair products, not cosmetics. She has become the global ambassador. That's another deal for her. Congratulations. Um, I said it exactly how I wanted to because I really don't care. Um, why didn't the internet post this? Why? I think that Ma Megan knows she's falling out of favor. It's quite interesting the different things that get highlighted and the things that don't. Because there was a big emphasis on getting the Revlon deal. There was a big emphasis on getting, you know what I'm saying, um, this deal, that deal, that deal. But something like this where you become a global ambassador, you don't want to talk about it? Y'all let it fly up under the radar? Wow. Okay. Let's see what Bossup wrote up. It says that um, a Houston hottie's letting us in on all of her hot girl hair journey with a big announcement. So Megan Thee Stallion has been named as the first ever global ambassador for Miel Organics. The number one growth and moisture black-owned hair company. Uh, I'm sorry, black-owned natural hair company. The brand company. Uh, I'm sorry. The brand founded in 2014 by CEO Monique Rodriguez and COO Melvin Rodriguez. Pause. They sound Mexican. They said this is a black-owned natural hair care company. Wait a minute. Let me go. Who owns Miel? They said they could be black and Latina. Let me go look. Because she could be married to somebody who had that name or whoever. Let's see. Let's go do some research. So, Monique Rodriguez, okay? My name is Milagro. Somebody could see my name and be like, is that bitch Mexican, okay? Monique Rodriguez, Miel Organics founder and CEO Monique Rodriguez, has over nine years of experience as a registered nurse. Okay, her background in science and focus on health from the inside out inspired Monique to share her regimen of healthy tailbone and hair with the masses. And then let's see her husband. Okay. So actually he may be the one and she may have obviously taken his last name and uh, he may have some Latin, you know, uh, heritage or roots, you know, in his bloodline. I don't think that that stops them from being black. You know, the same way that me being named Milagro doesn't stop me from being black. You know what I mean? So when we're talking about Afro Latinas, I, I feel like these are the types of people that we should be highlighting. Like, you have different people who, nigga, you from where? Who your people? Okay, and then we get to see people like this who actually are Afro-Latinas. You know what I mean? And so, shout out to them. Shout out to them. But we had to check, baby. They say he looked black. Okay? Continue. Let's continue on because looking like something don't mean shit either. But anyway, um, the brand was founded in 2014 by this beautiful woman. And um, she has a COO, COO, which is her husband, Melvin Rodriguez. They confirmed the news via a press release, noting their excitement in working with the crybaby rapper. So there she goes. Do y'all use Miel? Do y'all use Miel? Um, they said, Miel has seen phenomenal growth in many key categories. And the addition of Megan Thee Stallion as our global ambassador will further uh, fuel our continued expansion and reshape um, the beauty industry. We're excited to partner with the leading female rapper. Ooh, they said the leading female rapper. Cardi, did you hear that? Child. They said, um, we're excited to partner with the leading female rapper to realize our global trajectory and to pursue new avenues of engagement that'll bring new customers to our products. And that came from Monique Rodriguez. They said, by teaming up with Megan, we are well positioned to explore and expand our product lines to continue to meet the needs of our clients. So I'm sure that once uh, Megan gets some good pictures 
as she gets some of the products and she got them all stood up and on the counter and shit like that we'll see some shots and then she'll say uh hot girl shit or some shit like that the deal further positions Miel for worldwide expansion and supports his philanthropic efforts um, in addition to building over uh, on its 140% year-over-year growth in 2020. Let me, let me say this. I definitely see strategy, and I know strategy when I see it. I think that people have put an emphasis on Megan and the uh, pandering that went on with the Protect Black Women thing, and I think that they're trying their best to link her with black owned things and things like this so that it can look like that shit wasn't you know what i'm saying what it was do y'all get what i'm saying i d i just do not think that it's a situation where she uses these products she knows what they are and she can sit up and, and fuck with it I, I just think it's a deal that came through and it's a good look i think it's a good look for you to be linked with a black owned company and then let's get into some natural hair let's let's get black about it because the people ain't feeling you as it pertains to you and the black woman shit so let's get black about it that, that's what i feel like was happening and um they said megan's hair was great before miel but that that's what to me was some of the um like the misleading part of what she did when megan did the whole little video that she did she looked be her skin looked beautiful face looked beautiful hair looked beautiful we've seen megan's hair before megan's hair and that miel ad Looked exactly how I did when she told everybody that she don't know what to put on her hair. And could we help her, you know, find different things that she could put on there. When Megan went on that video, she 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 was at, like, putting shit on the tips. If you want to have an effective video that shows us how you use a product, use the motherfucking product. So Megan needs to do a video like she did with Revlon. Where you went in the bathroom and you applied makeup and we could see what you did. Let us see you actually use these products on your hair. And let's see how it turns out. Because once again... We saw Megan's hair before. That That's how her hair looked with Miel or without. That's Megan's curl pattern, you know? And she has a beautiful curl pattern. Um, but what did Miel really do? I don't know. That's up for debate. Who cares? Moving along, let's get into... Um, and I don't want to be out of order, but who, let's go ahead and talk about it. I feel like the rest of you, um, my claim to fame, quote-unquote, is not one story. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if the if the Megan and Tori situation had never happened, my radio would still be the shit. We would still go on like we were before. The situation did happen, and we still are the shit. You know what I'm saying? My radio doesn't hinge upon that one situation or, like, what happened with it. You know what I mean? So there are people um, who feel like, oh, you can come here for that story. I mean, you come here for that story, whatever story. We kick shit every day. Even me. Like having my position in this situation that I have, which in no way is a, I say position as a commentator, not as being a part of it, as a commentator. I am tired of it. I am tired of hearing about Megan and Tori being linked. I'm tired of the damn situation. I hate that July 12th ever even fucking went down like that. I'm tired. Tired. Okay. We just, we just all tired. Well, I mean, we done talked about it every way we can. I'm over it. I said before, I'm interested in people moving forward. I'm interested in the truth coming out and then people doing what they're going to do and we going on with our fucking lives. I'm, I'm just over it. Like, no one cares. No one cares. You know? Okay. Why? Why? Did Fox Soul and TGIF with Funky Dineva, Claudia, and uh, Al Reynolds over there what the fuck? Why did they bring this shit up again? Why? And let's jump a bomb for that. Why are we... Why? 
Like, who cares, bitch? Who cares? Unless you got a significant update in the case. Or unless y'all secure a particular fucking interview. Who gives a fuck? That's where we are with this case. That's where we are. So, I'm going to let y'all hear this audio. Shout out to On Site. And then we're going to get into some more shit. Shooter, then the best friend shot her or the security guard shot her. One of y'all hoes shot that girl. Or one of y'all threw that gun out that car and it hit the ground. Jellator said, Millie, you talk about it every day, though. No, the fuck I don't. If there's something relevant that causes me to bring it up or reference it, that's that. No, the fuck I don't, Jellator. Yeah, now check that. Y'all was tussling over the gun. If you didn't shoot her, just tell us what happened. And that's the thing that's baffling me. They keep saying what they didn't do, but nobody will say what they did do. Let me ask y'all this. Do you honestly think Look at Carmen he in took the, comments. the gun, cocked it back, and shot at that girl? Or Absolutely do you not. You do? I don't. I don't think I don't think I don't think that's how it went down. Personally. Good news is not platinum. I don't bitch. know. Tori, I, platinum I, I don't know. I think the weapon got I granted I wasn't there. This is complete speculation. I think the weapon got discharged in the midst of a greater scuffle. I agree. I don't, I would, for whatever in me, I don't see him conscious. Okay, if he hold on, didn't hold on, shoot him, hold on. cocking that gun back, pointing it at her, and trying to shoot her. And this is no way me trying to not defend a black woman, because, you know, y'all get on that. It was literally just gone the other women. day. I, she deserves to be defended. And yes, she was shot. I'm just simply saying, for me, I just can't consciously see him being that enraged that he took the gun, cocked it back, pointed at her like, I'm going to shoot you and shoot her. But we also like, she, but on the flip side, she's really adamant that he shot her. And I, I, I have a problem not believing someone that like, no, no he really did it. No, you know I think I don't. And it's in Claudia. Uh, I look at Carmen. I'm really about to drag Claudia tomorrow. It's nothing to drag her about. You know what I'm saying? Claudia ain't shit with some crooked ass toes and she can kiss the blackest part of my ass. That remains true every day of the week. And I will still call my mama on you, bitch. But since you in her age bracket, and it will be disrespectful for me to slap the fuck out of you. But, um, I mean, she can have her opinion. That's how she feels. I, I personally, I don't have a problem not believing a bitch if it don't make sense to me. Blindly believing somebody just because you feel like you can relate is dangerous. And that's what y'all did with Megan. But y'all didn't give that courtesy to those women who said that T.I. and Tiny had done something. I saw how many different celebrities showing support for T.I. and Tiny when they were accused of what I would consider to be more heinous crimes. Uh-huh. But you didn't have a problem believing this janky shit? They said Claudia agreed with Funky, but she don't want to get canceled. Everybody's sitting up here biting their motherfucking tongue. Well, I don't know. Bitch, you know. You know. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. What she's saying is he's responsible. responsible. That's how I interpret it. That's exactly yeah, how I interpret it. Because her back was turned. So at the end of the day, no, however the gun was discharged, she's not 100% sure. Okay, so what about, but, yes, but is. he is responsible for it. Right. Let me understand. No, this. they not. were in a car. How, how is your back turned in a car? Hold on. Cocking what that is it? Back turned in a car. He was walking away. She got shot outside the car. Oh, she got shot outside the car. They These were are arguing. Huh? She was walking away. She got out the car. And Is that what happened, Funky? Away. 
And allegedly, then, after she was beating him up, not beating him up, but she had what? swung on him a couple of times and wow. hit him in the face, right? That's what the, that's what the people are saying, but mm. I, I don't know. You know what? A, a, a hit one a hit to the face does not deserve a bullet, though. Most definitely, a hit to the face could kill you. What, what uh, if I took a fucking bat or a bottle, and I hit you in your fuck, bitch? I could I could lay your ass out. Stop with this idea that a nigga can't retaliate if he feel like he in danger. Cause you got me fucked up, and if I had a son, you have him fucked up too. There is a such thing as blunt force trauma. So let's gauge the hit to the face. Now, if it's some type of open hand slap, does that deserve a shot? No. But somebody can charge at you and do particular things that make you feel like you need to defend yourself. So this idea that men cannot defend themselves against women, I've never stood by it and I won't. You can get knocked the fuck out, bitch. Yes, you can, Hope. Yeah, you can. And I hope you know that shit, bitch. And I, I don't give a damn how you feel about it at all. You think you can go put your hands on a nigga because you got a pussy? Well, life don't work like that. Where I'm from, a nigga be to knock you the fuck out. And I dare you to try it again. I ain't never even fucked with a nigga that, that wouldn't handle up on some shit and get my hands up off of him. I didn't put my hands on niggas. And guess what they did? Bitch, they showed my ass who to play with. Now, how about that? I bet I, bet I learned me a motherfucking lesson. Um, a man that respects himself, that knows who he is, ain't gonna let you do him a particular way. And I know that because I know what type of woman I am. It's certain shit I ain't gonna let happen. I'm not going to stand for it. And I don't have no motherfucking problem with a man deciding that you're not going to do me any type of fucking way. The same way women can get up and say, I'm not dealing with this, I'm not dealing with that, is the same way that a man could say it too. Don't no man deserve to be talked to any kind. Y'all don't want men yelling all up in y'all face. Y'all don't want men pressing up on y'all. So why do y'all do it to them? Because you feel like you can. Because on television, they show you women knocking men upside the head and this and that. And, we, and y'all laugh. As a collective, we laugh. And we say, you know, oh, I hi, that's what he get. But let a man turn around and do the same thing. And, oh, poor woman. Life does not work like that. And those are dangerous stereotypes that we've put out into the atmosphere. That women are emotional so, that, so they can react and respond to shit the way that they want to. And they can be violent and cut up your shit and fuck up your shit. But a man can't have the same. A man can't be emotional. He's a bitch. A man can't get upset and lash out. Because for whatever reason, he's supposed to be more composed than a woman. Humans are humans. And we were all given, you know, a particular type of uh, emotion or given different emotions for us to exhibit. That doesn't make all of those different things right. But everybody should be allowed to express themselves. Why I see in the comments that somebody said JT allegedly had knocked out Lil Uzi too. Why didn't nobody say nothing about that? Why didn't anybody investigate that? Why? Why didn't nobody say nothing when JT and Megan went up there and pressed a grown ass man EJ? Now, had EJ knocked the dog shit out of JT's stupid ass, y'all would have been all on his back. I don't feel like EJ would have been wrong. I don't. If EJ would have slapped the fuck out of Megan and JT, that's what, that's what the fuck they would have deserved. Because you don't take your ass up to no grown-ass man, be all up in his face, yelling, hooping, and hollering, pushing up against that man, putting your hands up in his fucking face. The same way he don't need to do it to you. So I, I do feel like he should have knocked the ass out. But you know what? A black man can't do that in this society. And a gay black man for damn sure can't do it. Because what does it turn into? You hit that woman because you want to be a woman. You did no. I'm a human. And them hoes came over here and tried it. That's a man. Respect him as such. 
The same way you need to be respected. I don't even hold conversations with men that want to raise their voice at me. You better tone that shit down and talk to me like you got some sense, bitch. But I'm not going to talk to them like that either. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'll pop shit and say exactly what the fuck I want to say. But when it comes to a, a man, baby, with a particular type of energy, I'm going to get my nigga for you because obviously you want to fight. So let me go get you your equal. I'm not going to disrespect you like that, but I expect the same in return. So you can pop your shit wherever you at. But when it come down to it and you up in somebody's face, bitch, you better come correct, ho. You better come correct, bitch, or this shit is going to be whatever it is after that. I, I, I don't know why. I just feel like that was a, 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 a match made in hell. There was no good was ever going to come out of that. A tall, successful woman with a short, successful man. Those fights are going to be epic. He's probably... You know, y'all really grinding my gears with this shit. How stupid are you, Claudia? Is this why you can't keep a man, keep a friend, keep a job? Is that why a tall woman, a tall, successful woman... What a short, successful man. Like, like this is this is content, Fox O. This the commentary y'all want. Child, these bitches so damn dumb. He probably has insecurities, and she's. Why he got? Oh, what? What bitch? Like, whatever, dude. Like, it's just I can see you just going back. Let me let me tell y'all something that I also don't like, and I brought it up before. I'm gonna bring it up again. If y'all don't want to have a conversation, first of all. If women as a collective don't want to be spoken of, spoken to about their size, do I look fat in this? If you don't want to have them type of talks, bitch, don't do it to men. Y'all want to sit up and praise Megan for being abnormally, abnormally fucking large, but y'all want to tell Tori down for being small. Y'all want to uplift this girl and pray. It's okay that you a big ass bitch. It's okay. It's okay. But he's less than because he's a particular height. Why? 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 Does that make sense to y'all? Tori is, not was, he is a more established artist than Megan. The end. Who is the bigger star in real life? Not the facade. Who's the bigger star? They done sold y'all a goddamn fairy tale. The fuck? Tori is the, first of all, he's the bigger star. That's number one. Number two, Tori is the average height of black men in America. Black men in America, average on average, are 5'8". So why are y'all acting like this man is 5'1"? Why are you acting like this man is a fucking midget? Why? Why? And then said he probably insecure. Insecure about what? Bitch, do you want to compel lineups? Do you want to see the bitches tore it and knocked down? Insecure about what? Nigga got more charisma than a little bit. Like, what, what, what the fuck? You, height don't even matter. Bitch, with your broke ass. Bitch, shut up. I really don't want to get on your ass today. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Shut the fuck up. I ain't got time for that. So uh, I think it's utterly ridiculous. Now, when that when that conversation came up, I'm being told that Fox Soul was commenting on the Clubhouse situation, which is old, 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 old. Tori got on Clubhouse. Somebody popped up there and said, why you shot Megan? He left the conversation. Cool. Once again... Once again, LaVon said him and, I'm sorry, Millie Mafia said that him and Sunstar can definitely baptize me. Girl, in the name of the Lord. <laughs> you made me chalk. Please don't speak about my father that way. 
Bitch, you made me choke. Let me take a sip of drink. <laughs> Please don't speak about my father that way. He is happily married, child. He is happily married. Jesus Christ. Ooh, we. They said a choo choo train. What, bitch? They said your daddy fine. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know y'all not sitting up here saying y'all want to have sex with Tori and his daddy. They said choo choo train. Oh my God. Oh my God. They said yes, ma'am. <laughs> Woo. Moving along. Moving along. Brown sugar said, don't speak on my nigga, bitch. <laughs> it's getting spicy. Grandma. <laughs> Woo. All right. So, uh, like I have said before, at this point, um, I, I would really like for one or the other to come forward and give an interview. Tori is not bound to Mob Radio. He doesn't owe me anything. Everything I've said is because I wanted to. Because that's what I felt was true in my heart. He don't owe me shit. I see a lot of comments like, Tori better come to Mob Radio. For, he, don't, he, don't, he better not do shit. He don't have to do shit. Whatever he sees fit to do, that's cool. He don't owe me anything. Anything in the fucking world. With all that being said, um, I, I hope that one of them like comes out and does just a very like open interview where they just break it down from top to bottom and, and they just say what it is. I am tired of people's opinions because that's all they are. I'm tired of speculation. I'm tired of all of the bullshit. Okay. I don't care unless one of the pivotal parties is going to come in, one of the pivotal people and speak on it. Then what are we talking about? They said, we feel like you deserve it. Oh, I deserve the world. So it would be dope if he would do it. But in saying that, he doesn't owe me anything. I don't feel entitled. You understand where I'm coming from? So it would be great and it would be cool, but I don't feel entitled in that way. And entitlement is very dangerous. Rem always check yourself. When you feel like something ought to be happening, something should be happening, or you're old such and such, put it into perspective. And, and I, I check myself every day. So he doesn't owe me anything, but it would be cool. Moving along, um... It's not my place to come forward and tell you what I've heard. These are people's real lives. Okay? These are people's real lives. Different things that have been said could change shit going on in court. I have said things before, literally. And um, th that's before I understood the power of my voice. And I'm going to go to YouTube to reference it. For example, I'm sitting up chilling on my personal fucking Instagram, my personal Instagram, with my people, with my name at the top. Why do we say that Sunstar is my dad? Because Sunstar is a is a spiritual man. And so if you if you know anything about Christianity or anything like that, and we talk about the body of Christ and being related in Christ and in the blood of and da 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 is coming from that. A very genuine I identify with you. And I would, I, I can mentor you if you need anything, you can call that type of energy. So when he says my daughter, y'all, y'all know damn well that the man didn't take part in helping to create my being. Y'all know that y'all know that that's not my biological father, but you know that I hold him near and dear to my heart. And I, I've grown to care so much about the family. And I think that he's a great person with that being said, um, I was on Instagram talking 
and all urban central which is verified on youtube is one of the many pages that took my instagram live plastered my face on a fucking thumbnail and said that tory lane's sister exposes megan the stallion it has over 150,000 views. They want to talk about impact and influence. Bitch, my Instagram live without my motherfucking face do numbers. Okay. <laughs> but the whole point is I had to understand the power of my voice. And I had to understand that the shit that I say does affect things. And this is one example of that, where I'm literally kicking shit with my people on my fucking Instagram and people taking it and running it like a story. When I simply pose a question, every major outlet in media said, oh, the case got dropped. And that, so when I say things, it affects things. So I have to be leery of what it is that I allow to come out of my mouth. And I have to think about other people. You know what I'm saying? I have to think about where it could go. And then I have to make sure that I step right that's it that's all with that being said that is why you know i feel like it's it's not my place to speak on what i have once again was i told what happened yup is it from the verified source bitch yup sure did sure did and guess what it ain't my fucking place to speak on it i was trusted with that information and I don't take that lightly. These, these are people's fucking lives. So, when Tori feels comfortable and he wants to discuss it, we can definitely have an open dialogue about it. If Kelsey want to come up and talk about it, we can definitely have an open dialogue about it. Uh, whatever, however they want to spin it. When they bring it up, we can talk about it. But I don't feel like it's my place to speak on it. They still doing litigation and shit like that. So, as it pertains to this case, I just, I just feel like people need to hear the answer so we can move forward and go on with our motherfucking lives. That's how I feel about that. But um, I want to go to Twitter because Kelsey was not happy with what the fuck uh, Funky Dineva said and what any of them said. So let me go to, um, ooh, what? What is this about? Wait a minute. 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 Who pulled this up and why? Y'all really finna start some shit today. Y'all really bored. Somebody done pulled up a damn tweet from 2017. What well, they said, Bell why you ain't reached out to Onika for a song? I never reach out to nobody. I don't kiss ass. You couldn't even get nobody for your debut album, so Offset had to ask him to come and feature. Shut up. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Before I get on your ass. So Megan reached out to... Ken the man was that rolling loud? Sh bitch, shout out to you, bitch. I didn't know. She better do her shit. Forever proud of her. Forever proud of her. Um, But let me go to what the fuck Kelsey said. So when Kelsey saw that actual uh video clip, Kelsey went in the comments and she said, tell Funky Dineva to leave me the fuck out of it. Better yet... Why does he feel so comfortable trying to piece that night together? People should really think before they speak. All he did was draw more unnecessary attacks against me. Okay, let's talk about it. This is the flip side of people dragging this shit on without there being any substantial updates. This is what I mean when I say that people's real lives are affected. Fox Soul felt like we're talking about a trending topic, which it ain't trending no more, but we're talking about something that they felt like was relevant. 
But once y'all brought it up again, it had people running back and, and coming up at Kelsey again. Can you control what people on the internet gonna do? No, no. But the constant speculation and y'all continuing to run this story into the ground causes people to go take what somebody else said. Oh, Funky Dineva said da 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 and come harass this fucking girl. Come harass this girl. And this is why I feel like unless something pivotal happens, leave it the fuck alone. Leave it alone. All these people going through hell because the most popular person on social media is Megan. So you got the masses seemingly going along with her. Everybody else is fuck them. And so I think that Kelsey deserves a peace of mind as well. And it's not like y'all got up there with any damn information. Y'all got up there speculating again. Again. And this girl got how much motherfucking hate after that? That's my problem. Then guess what happened after that? And I'm going to tell you straight. I think Funky Dineva was trying to be fucking funny. So Funky Dineva... After that post went up, let me see if it's on his Instagram. Funky.Eva makes a post after uh after Kelsey left that comment. Let me see. What's Funky.Eva's name on Instagram? Can somebody tell me real quick what Funky.Eva's name is? I'm typing in Funky Dineva. It's called Miss Funky Dineva. Okay, give me one second. Okay, perfect. And let me see if this is on his page. So, after Kelsey had left that comment, you know what I'm saying, on that post, Dineva made this post. Dineva said, driving, listening to the radio, and it hit me like a ton of bricks that I don't have my mama, my daddy, or my grandma. I hate these random moments when this happens. I'm a mess at this light right now. S literally, simply because Kelsey had left that post before he said that, when people sent that to me and I saw them pieces of tears coming out his eyes, it gave me Megan Thee Stallion sympathy and payola. Literally. He, it, lit, it, made, it made me feel like he was pulling a Megan. Could he have really been sitting at the light and had a moment? Yes. That's possible. But... After Kelsey said what she said, and then this popped up, I said, Daniva, you need to quit. Now, you, you need to quit. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then he barely got a tear coming out his damn mouth sitting up here. So after Kelsey says, Funky, leave my name the fuck up out of it. You causing all this shit for me. All of a sudden, he had to stop like thinking about his mama, daddy, and grandma. And the, the reason why you would think of Megan when you see that is because that's Megan's story. As soon as Megan getting some hot shit, uh, you do remember my mama, my daddy, and my grandma dead, right? Before you start going off on my ass. You do remember that, right? <laughs> Who is a Frasier fan? Frasier is one of my favorite shows ever. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. There's an episode of Frasier where Frasier um, got hit, right? But the man ended up dying later. And so Frasier kept on getting in the shit and it was getting on his ass. And he kept on saying, need I remind you that I was hit in the face by a man now dead? Do y'all remember that episode? <laughs> Do y'all remember that episode, bitch? So if you, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. 
And every time Megan does that, oh, my mama died, my daddy died, grandma cried, all that shit. That's literally what I think about and I laugh. Because I'm like, Frazier, he was running that shit into the ground. Into the ground. So, um, that's how I took that. And he could have really been having a moment. So, I will allow the possibility of that. But I definitely think it was some sympathy and payola shit going on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. God damn. All right, you guys. Let's move on. Let's move on. And let's get into some more shit. And you mark my words. I've been telling y'all since before it was popping. Before everybody else called themselves fucking with Kinderman. Bitch, you already know my radio said Kinderman is that bitch. We already said Libra's that bitch. We got particular people. I need to start shouting out some more people. But let me tell you why I got cool on it. And I'm going to be very honest with y'all. Why I, I felt like, you know what? I'm going to show love to who show love. Because you see shit for what it is. And I'm going to put it to you like this. Ken the man don't owe me shit. But I know for a fact that, oh, my radio shot a job. My ra like, it, like every time you'll see Ken the man, every time I would see something, people would send me when they would tell Ken, my radio said something, da 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 And um, there was a certain event where Cardi said something to Ken the man. And Ken the man was like, oh, that's dope, da 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 I definitely took that away. Not because it was Cardi. It don't have nothing to do with who it was. It had to do with the fact that everyday people like me, just like how Megan did, I can literally support these people, bring them up, and do all this, and shout them out every motherfucking day. But if your name not big enough, they ain't going to say shit. But let a particular person say something one time, and they want to make a big deal out of it, which I understand your excitement. I'm not taking away from that. But that's that shit that I really be cool on. You know what I mean? You're going to show love and da 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 because you see it and you want to give back, then cool. Then cool. But I'm, I'm not finna be sitting up here pubbing. And then you feel like, oh, when such and such, because they got a big name, you want to highlight it. Fuck that shit. No. So I don't have no issue at all with Kenna Man. I want the world for her. I know she will go to the moon. And she one of the most talented bitches I've heard in a long time. But if you think I'm going to keep on like bringing up people's motherfucking name, for them to turn around and when such and such say something, they want to highlight it. Bitch, you got me fucked up. <laughs> Hell no, it do not work like that. And don't don't work like that. Won't work like that. Ain't gonna work like that. Libra, show love. And once again, Ken don't owe me nothing. But Libra, don't be pump faking. Like, bitch, she show love. Like, she know what's up. But that's how this industry works. You can sit the same way they say, you was so supportive of Megan. That never mattered until I said something different. And you understood my influence. That shit didn't matter, right? Okay. Then leave it where it's at. Okay. Le leave it where it's at. Because who in the fuck was pushing? He be like, who? Who in the fuck was sitting up saying, pay attention to this artist? No, I wasn't the only one. And I'm not the reason for her being successful in any way. But did I expose my audience to that person? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What type of people listen to my radio? So how many people could have potentially heard your record because I kept playing it? Exactly. That's my motherfucking point. So get the fuck up out of here with that shit. The fuck. So I, I uh-uh. 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 What I said, bitch, uh-uh. Hell no. Got me fucked up. So hell no. What they said? Somebody said you were a Cardi fan until Riley. Bitch, they must be super stupid. Super stupid. Who said that? Who said that? 
They said you was playing her shit every time you had the chance. Okay? But anyway, anyway. Um, moving along. Moving along. Let me see what else is going on. <laughs> I'm reading some of these comments. Alright, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into what? Kevin. Kevin Hart. And then we're gonna get into Jason Lee them. Kevin Hart has been raw of over a million motherfucking dollars. And do you know I don't give a damn? Jimmy Craig Corn and I also don't give a fuck. Shout out to page six. Um, Kevin Hart just continues to be in, in peculiar situations where he's the victim and somebody hurt him. You know why I don't give a damn? Because Kevin Hart showed me who he was when he left them down honking people on the side of the road. Them crackers ain't deserve that. They ain't deserve that. When Kevin Hart got into that motherfucking wreck, he made sure that he got the fuck up out of Dodge, took his ass home to his wife, who sounded like she was going off a fucking pill, and left them people down there at that bend in the road. I will never forget it, and you you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you. You did not care about them fucking people. You didn't care. You didn't care. So I don't give a fuck about what you be doing. So get into complex. Kevin Hart allegedly defrauded by his personal shopper for over a million dollars. The only reason why I'm going to take this seriously is because it's in the courts. But I still have a little side eye towards him. Because he the same one who said that his homeboy had extorted him. And he didn't. He ain't came out to clear up the fact that that nigga didn't do nothing against him. But he got him another fucking claim. Yeah, whatever. Prove it, bitch. Prove it. Because you love coming forward and saying some shit. You know what I'm saying? And then it turns out that that ain't what happened. Death said, did y'all talk about Sweetie Manager talking to Cardi about a record? We talked about that yesterday, love. So please send me twenty dollars for being late. Let me beg. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded. Y'all know where to send my cash. And let me remind y'all, Tori actually got a uh like an umbrella day, or like a day dedicated to him. And so there's some um merchandise, limited edition merchandise. And there's an umbrella that's on the Tory Lanez website. And uh, it's literally for the, you know, like umbrella day. I put my order in this morning and I can't wait to get it. You guys, it's literally only $25. And I think it's so dope. You know what? If you're a big Tory fan and you want an umbrella, text me or hit me up. I'll pick one of y'all and I'll send y'all the money so y'all can go get one. It's literally $25 and I have to send you $40 because with tax, it's closer to $40. And so um, I'll pick somebody and y'all could go and um, y'all could get it. Because I definitely put my order in. I actually like umbrellas. I got this badass holographic umbrella that I keep in my car. In the back of the car. They hold cleaned in a bitch. Like umbrellas can be really, really sexy. I, I actually like umbrellas. And so I thought that it was a really cool idea for it to... Purple is one of my favorite colors. So it's purple. It got the simple design on it. So you know like what it's about to commemorate the day. And it was a really dope uh, like product. And so I definitely... Uh, about it they said Millie you gotta be Tory number one fan how so cause we bring him up and I told you about some merch he has if you follow me on Twitter you know I bought Nicki Minaj's merch too you know what I'm if you know anything about me on a day to day basis I, I give money to the nigga on the side of the road bitch I'm still buying nigga CDs and, and don't even have a damn CD player I support my motherfucking people I'm the biggest fan of my kind bitch nah go check that <laughs> 